Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 367 for September 11th, 2022. Uh, I, I feel something important happened on this day like 21 years ago, but I don't think that we're going to cover any news stories on that. But joining me Is this week... Pearl Harbor? Yeah, that was it. I, I don't... It's weird. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I remember uh, that when I was watching Kung Fu The Legendary Journeys... Or the legend continues. Kung Fu, the legend continues. Uh, it switched to some news broadcast, and then I was like, that, "That's weird. This isn't Kung Fu." And I went to uh, went to school, and then they to uh, work. yeah went to work, which is basically what school is. And we're joined by Andrew Rob McVean. Hey there. Uh, uh, when I was in nine eleven age, I was eating breakfast, and then I said, "Hey, there's another plane." And then it crashed into the building, and I went, "Huh, that's pretty wild." Time yep. for school. Yeah, that, that's what I did. I was like, "I have to go to school," and then we, <laughs> and then we spoke about it at school, and I was like, "Oh, that's why I didn't watch Kung Fu: The Legend Continues, or whatever." <laughs> um, and then, of course, we're joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. And I, I guess since we're all doing it. I, I remembered something being weird at school, mostly because they were like, hey, we're not doing like recess outside. And I was like, well, that's that's bullshit. So I went outside anyways. And then I really noticed something was wrong when the principal and the gym teacher were like bolting toward me. I was like, uh-huh, maybe I shouldn't have come out here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, gentlemen, it is with immense pleasure that I announced that 69% of the year has been completed. Oh, good. Uh, that's, nice. It's good. We're we're in the home stretch. Uh, the correct answer was nice. Uh, nice. No, no. You you fucking fuddy duddy. <laughs> you. And anyway, uh, where can we find you guys? Aroa website, and one of those links is for Clinton's Core Classics: A Rise of the Rune Lords First Edition Actual Play Podcast. Where can we find that? Like anywhere that you get podcasts, Tommy. Yeah, because we're on we're on iTunes. If you have an iPad or uh, iPhone, I guess, or iWatch, is, are the podcasts on the watch yet? Yeah, yeah, you can you can sync your podcasts to your Apple Watch if you yeah. so desire. Yeah, you could say, "Hey Siri, subscribe to Clinton's Core Classics: uh, Rise of the Rune Lords First Edition Actual Play Podcast," and well, I don't know, maybe it'll do it. Were you trying no, to get Aroa's? Were you trying to get no, it, phone to do it? Or anyone? Let Aroa talk. I guarantee you, Siri would just go. I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about a web search for, for because Siri's garbage. Yeah. Here's what I found on Rise of the Roll Lords. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um. So anyway, that we're we're everywhere. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, and I think you Amazon already found it somehow. Ones. Well, no, this no, is we're this we're is for the Clint's Core Classics, classics. which oh, is well, this is the longest plug it's ever gotten, and I didn't even probably, do it. It's probably on the platform you're listening to this on. Probably, so uh, maybe just maybe just Google that. Yeah, you know, and of course, uh, you can find me Nathan Reed's Bruce everywhere on on. Uh, I'm at Reeton, so go to Twitter. I'm at Reeton. Go to Twitch. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, usually. Uh, from on twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. And uh, yeah, those are the biggest ones. YouTube, obviously, as well. So anyway, what games have you played this week, Aroa? Uh, 
I've been playing uh, uh, Take a Big Stinky Shit Simulator 2013. Okay. So, uh, uh, okay. It's like a quick time event game where you gotta like. Uh, do Do you take a big stinky shit? You got. You got to take a big. Hold on. Is he talking about World of Warcraft? <laughs> I just um. I don't have anything new to talk about, so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was that just is, making a joke. That's oh, some good okay. improvisation. Good. Okay. Good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I'm just playing Vampire Survivors whenever I do play like anything, or like, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, like Realm Grinder. Something I have no like idea. That. No idea what it it's, is. It's a it's a mobile slash. I think it's on Steam as well. Because it's from Congregate, it's a, just an idle game. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much like, uh, yeah, Vampire Survivors is uh, it continues to be really fucking good. I just unlocked the secrets menu, and so it gives me even more arbitrary goals to complete. And oh, good. like, I have to figure out what the goal even is. I don't know what it is on a few of them, and I'm so it's making me like experiment with how I play the game. It it's just so fucking well made. Like Jesus Christ, uh, I'm also hyped for the Phasmophobia update at the end of the month. It's going to be pretty cool. Oh, cool! Uh, what what are they adding to Phasmophobia? Uh, a lot. They're adding a lot. Oh, oh okay. Um, so they're they're adding like character customization. Um, they're adding the custom difficulty setting. So you can change like every parameter for whenever the the stage is starting out. So like everything from like ghost difficulty aspects, which they're revamping the ghost AI, uh, how much sanity you start at, uh, how much sanity pills give back, uh, all of that shit. Whether or not you can sprint, even like there even like there's there so many minute things that you can toggle with the with the custom difficulty thing. Yeah, and like uh yeah new player models they're redoing all their animations for the player models so that probably so they don't look completely robotic uh and they're adding like uh progression and stuff i don't know if that's going to be part of this next update but i know that that's what they're uh that's like the the really big one that they're working on i think this one's mainly just custom difficulty stuff so cool yeah, it's going to be going to be real cool well, we're um, going gonna to move on to yeah. Connor. Okay. And okay. ask what games he's played this week. So uh, I got a couple that I want to talk about here. First, I want to bring up Fallout New Vegas. I finished my playthrough of that and have retired it off of my Steam Deck. That was a good game to get started with the Steam Deck. Finally, 100%ed it, too. Get that off the damn checklist. Oh, good. I you, got, you, got, you got all the all the achievements? All the Chivos. Wow. Wow. And then I played Aliens versus Predator because, uh, as I'm sure you know, I recently finished all of the Alien and Predator IPs because uh, I watched them on your Plex where you legally own all of those movies. It's true. It's and I finished true. all the achievements for those, which check that off my checklist, which is great. I got Sonic Adventure 2 working on my Steam Deck because I suddenly have all the space for Fallout New Vegas used to be. I've only played the first mission, which is... Uh, Whichever the one is where you escape from the city. 
God, this game is just, there's something just so magical about it. It's probably nostalgia, but golly, I love it. Uh, let, let's start blowing through the rest of these. I started playing Sleeping Dogs. I got that installed in my Steam Deck and got that to work. I played a little bit of Middle Earth Shadow of War, and I'm not sure if I'm going to keep on trying. You and I played Halo the Master Chief Collection, where we finally beat Halo 4. We the did. verdict. Bad game. Not good. Uh, so we got about halfway through last week with uh with our close and personal friend Caleb yep. and um he was he opted out of playing it this week on Friday and I was like okay so we we spent about two and a half three hours getting from you know one to fifty percent so it's gonna take about two to three hours to finish the game or an hour and a half and <laughs> that's what happened it took us an hour and a half I think even less than that to beat the last half of the game. So I think that the uh, progression could have been smoothed out a little bit to make the levels more like this level takes an hour and this level takes an hour instead of this level takes an hour and this level is 25 minutes. Right. Uh, one I was of the expecting levels, like... It's called pacing. Yeah, pacing. Yeah. Go on, Reed. Uh I was going to say, uh, one of the levels was just like us driving into walls for a couple of minutes. That was fun because the... They had oh, a, no, flying into walls, not driving yeah, into fly, walls. Flying into walls. And yeah, it was... Uh, what? So you don't like it. You didn't like the game. Didn't like it, no. Uh, I think it could have been longer if the ending had a final boss fight and if it had an iconic sequence where you drive with warthogs towards a uh, a pelican just hanging off the edge. And they didn't have that and it made the game like an hour and a half shorter than it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, I think it could have been half an hour 45 minutes longer especially if if they would have included a boss fight and then maybe not necessarily even a warthog scene but scene but like a vehicle scene where you're trying to drive off the planet every halo's got one what the hell are they thinking yeah well except for maybe five and maybe infinite i haven't played those ones yet well what they're thinking probably is we're not bungie because halo 4 was made by 343 industries or whatever it's called and so they probably were like, no, we want to make this our game and we're not going to put the, a scene like that because that is a bungee thing. The isn't dumb. It like, isn't the whole concept of like having a dev studio whose entire like lifeblood is just making games in this one franchise, does, does that not feel like just a, like an outdated concept? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but I mean it makes them money, so who really cares? They they do Does it with it? I'm they do it with uh, Call of Duty. They have three studios that are all dedicated they, to making Call of so Duty. So it's it That's... goes 343 goes even further beyond with that though, with being literally called 343 Industries. Like when it, 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 that would be like if Call of Duty had a studio called Call of Duty Studios. I understand what you're saying. I'm, and I'm pretty sure like Treyarch and I, I know they're not Infinity Ward anymore, but I don't know what they're called. So I'm just going to call them Infinity Ward. Like they, they publish other products while they're like, usually when they're not working on Call of Duty, they, they go and publish their own stuff or they make well, they things like to. Titanfall. Yeah, that they, they used to like. It, it's, well, that it, was that was Respawn. That's EA. Is it? God, yeah, I, I don't know the specifics of shooters anymore. It's It's Re- too much to keep up with. Respawn is X Infinity War devs who dropped off because they were tired of making Call of Duty, and so then they made a different shooter 
that admittedly was was a lot better but also i just found it funny that that was what they decided to do right but yeah i believe infinity ward is still one of the three uh call of duty studios that activision has they've got they've got infinity ward treyarch and hammer something sledgehammer yeah 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 sledgehammer studios or whatever uh anyway Uh, so yeah, we got to uninstall Halo 4, and that's good. And then I got a couple more here. Okay. Playing through Dragon Ball Z Kaka Carrot Cake. I'm a game. I'm 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 a Game Boy, and I don't think I'm gonna finish it. You don't like it? I I I thought it was finishable. I, I didn't think I, it was amazing, but I thought it was pretty good. I like I'm doing all the side quests, and I'm realizing, huh, every fight's gonna be this, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So, I I mean, I I gave it an honest try. I definitely gave it longer than the try I, than I did like the first time around, but. I might move on to it. Then I want to talk about Space Station 13 just real quick. I had something I've never happened before, which is uh, I was a clown. And sometimes when you're, when, you're, when you're clowning around, you get thrown out of public spaces. So uh, when you're a clown and you try to chug, there's a percentile chance that you will throw the glass and it shatters. So I got kicked out of the bar and I was like, that's no problem. I know where I can get as much drink as I want. So I went into the shuttle dock and I drank gasoline. <laughs> because you know i'm a clown just just clowning around which was fine until somebody came back with an artifact and was like i'm gonna give this to science because i don't know how to make it work and i was like okay i'll go up and touch it didn't turn on and i was like yep it's a hunk of junk and i threw a wrench at it because you know clowning around <laughs> unfortunately a collision with metal is what activated the artifact and it was a bomb <laughs> and i had a tummy full of gasoline and they couldn't find out why i was still on fire after putting me out um no other game something like that could happen my i I do have a i do have a question though did you blow up the ship or just yourself uh i i definitely exploded the the shuttle that came in exploded and most of the pod bay was exploded uh a lot of people had to stop what they were doing to deal with that little tee-hee-ha-ha funny prank of the clown did you die oh yeah oh okay because you said you were on fire and i didn't it, it wasn't a fast death, but I most certainly did burn to a crisp. Oh, okay. Well, and, that's, uh, and when that's clowns funny. die, it, it does like a little grunt skull effect, where it like there's confetti and it goes yay, which is very fitting. Yeah. Well, and then the final game funny. I want to talk about, and it's taken me way too long to play this, and I gotta say thank you, Earl Grey. Holy shit, Vampire Survivors is a great game. Yeah. It's really good, and it's yeah. really good on Steam Deck. Oh, yeah, that, I've played it almost exclusively on Steam Deck. Like, having a Game Boy at work and being like, I have, you know, eight minutes until this program is done installing, and I have to babysit it. Mm-hmm. Or I can grind for eight minutes. And yeah. it's great, and I recommend it to everyone. Okay, Reed, until the, let's talk about your games. Okay, uh, my games are Final Fantasy V. I beat Final Fantasy V this week, so that is my... I don't know, 20 something games that I've beaten this year. Um, and then, of course, on Friday, I beat Halo 4. So that's another game that we we have beaten this year. So next, we have to beat probably Halo Infinite because Halo 5, for some reason, will never be released on PC. I don't know why. And again, they're... Halo Infinite co op might not ever be released on PC either. That's true. Which will release first, Halo 5 or Halo Infinite on PC? Uh, they they might make a an Xbox One emulator before the co op for Halo Infinite is released. <laughs> um, 
So we beat those games, and then I started playing Final Fantasy VI, which is the next That's game. That's a good one. That's a good so one. So good. It's so good. Um, I just got on Thursday uh, to the point where I got my first Espers. So I got, uh, you know, the like, well, well, Ramu is first, and then you get a few others, and you go from there, and uh, you continue on, and then you get Shiva and Ifrit after that. So I did that. I messed up, uh, apparently, and it's something I didn't know because it's kind of hidden. Uh, you're invited to join the rebels, basically. And if you say no three times and then accept, you get a better item than if you just straight up accept. That's how you get the Genji gloves. And uh, in my most recent playthrough, I forgot all about it. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Something's not right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, because Genji gloves are really good. It allows you to wield two weapons. They're really good. And uh, you give them to Locke and then you give him two thieves knives and he's able to steal, try to steal twice, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. really helpful. Anyway, uh, so I didn't get the Genji gloves, but I'll get those later down the line. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. And uh, yeah, I'll be playing that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, playing some more Final Fantasy VI, trying to beat that before the end of the month. And then I don't know if I want to play, try to play Final Fantasy XII. I have a... I, my brain remembers Final Fantasy XII being longer than Final Fantasy VI. It is a, I want to say I put like 30 hours in the game last time, but like, I mean, I I also took the time to like grind through a little bit of the, like, like this game has a whole bunch of side content, but I would expect at least 30 hours just for the story. Well, and that's, and that's what Final Fantasy VI is, right? So it's 30 to 40 hours, something like that, depending on, on how, on your play style. Um, so maybe I'll be able to beat that before I go to Canada next month. We'll see. Uh, just so you know, update before we move on to the stories. I will not be here next week. I, I know I've oh. told you, but I have to tell you again because I know we all forget. Was uh, that the week Aroa also can't be here? No, I'll, I'll, I should be here. Cool. Oh, good. So we're going to have an Aroa and Connor podcast because I will be gone uh, installing computers and making $45 an hour or something like that for overtime. So... Very excited for that uh, money because I just paid $2,200 to a dentist. Uh, Don't have twin sisters. That's my suggestion. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about some video game news. First off, we're going to talk about CD Projekt Red, our favorite developer, right? Yeah. They're all right. Uh I mean, yeah. They made uh, Witcher. They made Witcher. They made uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And... I know a lot of people didn't like Cyberpunk when it came out. They probably still don't like it because of how the state it was in when it came out. But I didn't have that many glitches or anything. Like I didn't have any game-breaking glitches, so I didn't have that much of a problem. Uh, Of course, I was playing on my PC and not the Xbox One or PlayStation 4, so I can say that it it worked okay on my PC. Um, It seems, though that uh, they want money. And they have figured a good way to make money is to make more Witcher games. Because oh, the, Witcher, the Witcher 3 is still making money. It's weird that they started with The Witcher 3 and had zero other Witcher games made before that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, though the joke there is that The Witcher Three is the only good one out of that series because Witcher One and Two kind of aren't great. I don't like them that much. Um, I wouldn't say that. I would say the second one's pretty good. Yeah, the second one definitely improved, but the first it's one... It's definitely I, better. Yeah. I tried to yeah. play Witcher 1, and it's just not good. Well, the uh, first one is basically like a full overhaul mod of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Yeah, and and then they, they made Witcher 2, and it was okay, and then made Witcher 3, and it was really good, and then they made Cyberpunk 2077, and it was mediocre. Uh, with a lot of bugs, and then they their stock what their stock dropped like seventy five percent, like it went, it crashed hard after Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven came out, and so now they're doing during investor calls, they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna make a new series of Witcher games, and it says here uh, from Destructoid during the call CD Projekt Red CEO Adam something something was asked to elaborate further on his use of the word saga to describe the new title which is currently in pre-production stage um he explains yeah whatever he then explains that he sees the first three witcher titles as presenting a single saga within the uh geralt story while the new title will be the first chapter in a whole new arc so they're coming out you know with episodes within, four, five, and six, it's it's Star Wars. Well, it, uh, he misread it within Geralt's world. Geralt's not, world, not Geralt's story. Ah, uh, they they've pretty much like they they have in no uncertain terms said that like Geralt really can't show up in any more games. Not to say that they couldn't figure out a way, but I, I was gonna say he'll come back as old man Geralt, but uh, I I don't think that actually applies in this case. Did he die? I I don't. I, At the end of Wild Hunt, no, but like he's old. I mean, I, I guess they're like witches or whatever. It's fantasy. They could always just make some bold direct excuse for them to come back. Well, they they could always pull a Game of Thrones too and just be like, it's a prequel, midquel thing. Like it's just the 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 further tales of Geralt of Rivera, whatever his name. Baby was. witchers. The Come witches. on, guys! Baby witchers. The, the... <laughs> or they could remake the first game in the third game's engine. Like that'd they could be do nice. Sorts of things. Uh, or or they could just label it as The Witcher Four: The Quest for More Money. Yeah, yeah. Which is basically what it is because, like, I uh, first. Always... Sorry. I, I well, I thought they were going to work on more like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven stuff, which they are releasing a DLC for it. But I figured they'd want to do more in that in that engine after how much of a massive failure it was hell no well i mean i think that that was the original plan right make more with yeah. that and then it's like oh no it i and was it even that much of a failure because i know it sold a lot of copies uh failure well it sold a lot of copies but it was a failure in terms of like consumer goodwill yeah, and the thing with DLC is that you have to have people who would be willing to buy that DLC, and I'm sure that they've done the the studies to show, oh, we shouldn't really bother releasing any paid DLC for this thing. No one's going to buy it. But they are they are releasing paid DLC for it. Well, they, yeah, but I'm saying like that that's like they're not they're not going to continue at beyond what they're they're pumping out right now. Yeah. Probably because this was already budgeted. This was like already in the pipeline. They. Huh? They it it would be foolish of them to not finish it, but I don't think they're going to do anything beyond that. 
I would like to see them make another game. I I don't know if I would like to because the they they have three Witcher games plus all the spinoff stuff like the the card game stuff that they have. Uh, and so I would like to see something not in the Witcher world and more like and and maybe a continuation of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven make Cyberpunk twenty seventy eight or something like that. Or a new IP, but I understand that new IPs are really, really hard to do, and The Witcher already has goodwill with the consumers, and uh, CD Projekt Red is losing some of that money in their money bank. How is, how is Scrooge going to go for swims if he doesn't have money in the money bank? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like they own an entire digital publishing platform already or anything. I know. Um, now, now, hear me out, guys. Hear me out. The first three games focused on the action-packed Geralt story. The next three games will be the strategy-intensive Gwent saga. Huh? <laughs> three high-action AAA card games. Let's go. Uh, I, people I, love that card game. Apparently I would think... Good. Yeah, it's supposedly pretty fun. But I, I would I would see it as being more focused on his adoptive daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like she's like a demigod or some shit. I only played like two hours of Witcher Three, so uh and they even don't less of give, Witcher Two. They don't uh what's her name? Siri. Yeah. Siri. <laughs> yeah, Siri. Um and she is just as useful. Uh, anyway, so I I didn't get much story from that because in the Witcher Three she gets kidnapped. Yeah. And then right. you just your your whole story is you trying to find her. Now, yeah. To be fair, I didn't play through any of the DLCs, um. So I probably missed a ton of story that has to do with her. But they in the base game, they don't give you much to go off of for why she's important, other than she's like your adopted daughter. Um, and she's she's like, I I seem to recall from like things that i've watched and and what little i did play she's like she's kind of like Geralt in that she's one of very few of her kind that remain yeah, yeah. she is she is like the last of the witchers or something yeah the last of the mohicans or something yeah so she can like she she does crazy shit i remember the cutscene where she's got superpowers that's probably important yeah. So, well, and I'm I sure know... that people would like to play as, you know, a, a Jedi in the uh, in the Witcher world. So, well, and I and I am sure that uh, the Witcher two probably expands on her story a lot more than than what I got. Maybe one day I will play the Witcher two, but today is not that day. We are moving yeah, I on. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> We're moving on. We're going to talk about this showcase. I'm sure both of you watched intently. I didn't I, even know this happened. I did I, sit down and watch this, and I want my time back. Yeah, it, I put it at one point five times speed, and that made it better. Have you That's ever a good idea. you ever watch one of these, and you look at the presenter, and you're like, he does not give a shit about what he is saying. They hired this guy on Fiverr. <laughs> like he's just reading from a script. It is so bad. It is like really? his presentation is. Oh wow! Impeccably bad. <laughs> um, he he like there's wait, one but, time. Wait, isn't that, or maybe not? 
They had like a like an at Biffle Games in the bottom left corner. Is that this dude's name? Yeah, I think that. No, it's blessing like Olayele or something. I don't remember. Oh yeah, no Biffle Games. (laughs) Biffle Games was the one that made this Tron whatever that I don't care about. Yeah, yeah, I wish I knew more about it. Yeah, so they're they're coming out. First thing is they show a just a teaser, which is just a logo that they made in MS Paint that said Tron Identity, and that's it. That's all that that we know is that there is a game with the name of Tron Identity being worked on. It's a visual um, novel. Yeah, I was curious enough to go to the Steam page, and we still don't really know anything about it. But it's a visual novel, so Aroa will play it on the Steam Deck. I oh, hope I'm... you like blue and orange. I uh, I have absolutely no interest in this whatsoever. I'm going to buy it for you and make you play <laughs> I will not. I will not waste my money on that. Um, then the next one was, uh, I'm just reading from the Destructoid article. It said, Mickey, uh, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy team up for some co-op flat platforming in Disney Illusion Island. Um, and at the end, so at the end, it switches to the guy talking, and he's like, sign me up for Goofy, or something like that. I'm just like, this is the worst <laughs> presenter ever. Yeah, this looks like it is a, like, obviously it's the Walgreens brand version of, like, New Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. This shit look like a mobile game. Yeah. Um, Marvel's Midnight Sun was the next one. And uh, uh, it looks it looks good. I um, should be interested for, like, it's the one made by Firaxis. I should be into this. But I'm not. I but don't you, know don't, you don't strategy? care about Marvel stuff, I think, right? Like, no, you're not, not at all. Yeah. That's probably why I like Marvel and I like XCOM. I'm bad at it, but I like it. So uh, I, I'm interested in this. I think I, I think it looks good. It's also going to be released uh, December 2nd. I actually think I know why it's not really biting for me. The idea that you're playing as some Mary Sue character you make yourself probably means this isn't going to be the kind of Fraxis game like XCOM. It's probably going to be the, no, the no. cinematic thriller experience. I thought, no, no, I thought you were. Like you, you do get to play that you don't play as, but you command the the Marvel characters. Yes, and that and your own like super special character. And I, I like I'm a part of the Fraxis challenge is like the fact that these strategy games have been around for twenty years and are building off that. If it's gonna be a Marvel game where you just put your heroes in the close position and then smash face, that's not gonna be tactical. It's just gonna be flashy. I don't yeah. think it's going to be that, but I do have my suspicion that like you're not going to have like an Iron Man mode because yeah. like you can't just you can't just have these characters die. You can't have Iron Man go in and and just like whiff too many hits in a row and then die. They definitely so, should. That would be they awesome. should have it that way. That would be great. Yeah. Like have even it, if even you if know, you could it, toggle it on and off. And they they could feasibly do that and still have it be like a Marvel thing because they have the what if universe that they've acknowledged in the Disney canon. So like, why not? This this might would... be a game that I actually get. I'm 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 pretty excited for it. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, on the on October thirty first, uh, Halloween, they will start releasing a series of shorts. Uh, so like little animated teasers for the game, and those actually look really cool. Uh, um, why? little cartoons who cares because i like cartoons make the game faster (laughs) 
the next one they talked they spoke about was Marvel Strike Force, which uh no none of us are gonna play. It is That's a the card game one. Yeah, it's a mobile card game and and Red Hulk was in. No, it's a gotcha. Yeah. But these aren't your normal cards. These ones are powered up like Marvel superpowers. Get yes, it? The, the, the announcer Get did it? not give a fuck. And then they got another one. The card battler take on the Marvel Universe. Marvel Snap locks in a launch date of October 18th for PC and mobile. Um, I, I, if, if I, there's so many times where I'm like, oh, hey, look, a game. And I, I get somewhat interested, and then they're like, it's going to be on mobile as well. And then I'm just not interested at all anymore. Because it's gotcha. Because, it's, yeah, it's gotcha. And also, it's just not going to... If a game is made for the PC, it's generally going to have more features and stuff. But if it's also being made for mobile, you're just like, okay, it's a mobile game that they ported over to PC, and it's going to be shit. Um... This one's another one uh, that I don't know if you would be interested in it, Connor. Alien Dark Descent? Actually, yes. There was, <laughs> just before we talk about this, there was a game like this that came out for the original Xbox, and it was dope as fuck. Uh, can you describe the game so it's not just the audience being like, oh, cool, it's dope. Oh, uh, you control a squad of tactical marines, kind of like a strat. Like it's not really real time strategy. You could select abilities, and time slows down and gives you a second to like plan shit out. But you're just a, a squad of marines going in kill team style, taking out a colony. Old Spectrum Warrior. I haven't played Spectrum Warrior. My my uh, gut says Starcraft, but that's not uh, quite exactly similar. But Full Spectrum Warrior wasn't like a, it, it's not a sci-fi game as far as I know. It, it's just that it was an original Xbox game. I, I think so. And it, you like commanded a, a squad of dudes. There you go. Yeah, that or like, I don't know, Fallout Tactics or uh, even Gauntlet, but less single hero and more like, here's my team. Yeah. So it's like those uh, those special missions in Command and Conquer whenever you have like two units and you have yeah. That's sort of what it looks like it's gonna be, but it's in the uh, the alien intellectual property world. That's pretty cool. Um, and I then, didn't know Alien was owned by Disney. Me neither. I thought Fox owned them. I got well. The, Disney they, bought a yeah. lot of Fox's properties. Yeah, Disney bought Fox. Does that mean the Alien Queen is a Disney princess? Yes. Well, she's a queen. She's a Disney queen. She's a so she's a queen we... boss. Yeah, and we she's need a xenomorph princess. And then also that that's because that's why uh The Simpsons is now owned by Disney. Which is surprising is? they haven't yeah. Yeah, Fuck. The Simpsons has The Simpsons been owned owned by Disney for a couple of years now, a few years now. You didn't know this? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh so then we got Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh it's a action game for i was surprised to see this many shooters in a disney show yeah yeah they like they like them shooters they like that money and shooters they like that money shooters sure do bring in money yeah yeah it looks like call of duty Warzone with well it's it's okay it's e for everyone those are green it's green alien blood yeah uh and then speaking of them liking money star wars the skywalker saga is getting a galactic edition uh, Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Sorry, 
Um, let me let me tell you let me tell you right now uh i don't give a shit about a single thing on this entire list yeah they've got 13 character packs uh mandalorian season one and two the bad batch rogue one a star wars story classic characters solo a star wars story trooper pack obi-wan kenobi uh andor andor the book of boba fett Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and then Summer Vacation. Gotta get I, your Summer Vacation episode in where they all go to the beach. Yeah. So like the is that like the, the holiday special? That's what I was gonna say. The next one is the holiday special. It's, will the, be oh, it, it's the bikini episode, right? Good. That's what it is. Yeah. Imagine somebody going out and buying a more expensive version of a Lego Star Wars game, and you don't actually get any extra content. You just get skins. Yeah, it's it's silly. Don't get it. Uh, I hear it's good, right? You you played that. Uh, I 100 percented the the core Skywalker saga on Switch. I actually had quite a fun time with this game. There Lego was, Star Wars is good series. Yeah, there was a a part that you had complained about that you kind of got soft locked for a bit. Oh, I, think... I submitted a bug report and they did something about it and they oh. emailed me back and said they fixed it. That is good on my part. Well, and and to be fair, that's good on their part. That's that's good customer that's service. To say. Yeah, that's that that is what I was trying oh, to say. Okay. Like, I, I was very impressed that they took the time to be like, <laughs> "Thank good you." Good for me for submitting that bug report. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. I'm 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 happy that that happened, and that's a. Uh, I I like these. I like the Lego Star Wars games. I've never really played them because I've always had something else that I'm playing, uh, but. I hear really good things, and I played a couple of the other uh, Lego games, and they've been pretty okay. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about Return to Monkey Island. Uh, Hell yeah. It's it's coming out on September 19th. Uh, I am a little worried when you advertise your game by talking about all the other games in the series instead. I think that's maybe not a good sign, but I am a big fan of Monkey Island, so I have faith. Halo 4 coming faith, coming I? out. Remember all the other Halo games? 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, Those were good. I, Remember? I probably, I probably shouldn't have faith. No. Uh, another thing. I, I So I never got into this game when I was a kid. I got into all the other uh, Disney games, but they're coming out with Gargoyles Remastered, uh, which is another remastered. They, they've had what? I want to say they have Aladdin, The Lion King, Tailspin? And now they're doing uh, Gargoyles Remastered. And wait, wait, I can't. What? What? Yeah. They remastered any of those games? You didn't know uh, that? Aladdin and uh, Lion King. I knew King, about I knew did. about Ducktales. That was the oh, only DuckTales. one I knew about. Ducktales. Uh, no, they did. A, they did Aladdin and uh, Aladdin and the Lion, Lion King. King not too long ago, including, I believe, uh, one of the editions you get. You get access to the Genesis and SNES version. Super Duper's cheap as fuck version. Probably for Aladdin, because those were actually distinctly different games. They were uh, the Genesis one was so much better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you can you have access to those, which I think is really cool. Um, and now they're making Gargoyles Remastered, which is another game, another classic game. I want them to redo uh, Darkwing Duck because. That one was really good. It well, was they'll redo the soundtrack. Yeah, 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, Disney Disney Mirrorverse. Uh, I, I have no idea what, what that is. I I watched the trailer and I have no idea what what it is. Uh, it has some villainous stuff afoot. Uh, with more info on October Disney, uh, and then they just in this same bullet point, they even move they on to, stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. So the entire trailer for the Disney Mirrorverse is like the bad guys are the good guys. Um, oh. you know. Okay. And so they have like Hades shows. Too bad up it's a Disney thing, so it's going to suck. Yeah. Right. And then they spoke about which they said in the same bullet point, Disney Speedstorm, which is a which is a uh, is, is it a racing game? Yeah, it's Mario yes. Kart. Okay. It's Mario Kart. Yep, that's it. Except did you guys notice Mickey Mouse looks pissed as fuck in the trailer? Is it a is it like Luigi? I was wondering if it's a if it's an angry Luigi nod because it, it shows I don't know who that first one is. Then it shows Mickey Mouse and he looks just I'm like I'm gonna send you through the door to darkness, motherfucker. Basically, <laughs> and then they had they had Johnny Depp, John, Jonathan of the Depp, which I thought was a, a, a interesting choice, a, a hot choice. Yeah, and uh, and then they have Soli, who's not portrayed by the intellectual property of John Goodman, or so, the, uh, the the likeness of I mean, so. My question is, and I, I, this is just weird and pedantic, but I was watching it and I was like, why is the girl from Wreck-It Ralph not in this trailer? That would be a good call. Like, I mean, seems like a her, swing and a miss. That's her whole gimmick in the in the movie is that she's good at driving, and they don't have her. It, I don't know if she's in the game. Or if, or if she's not in the game, but she's not featured in the trailer, and that would make sense, just to have a she little. She should be front and center. I agree. Yeah. Is Danica Patrick, uh, in her GoDaddy car, going to be part of the game? Does GoDaddy what? own Disney? Or is is <laughs> the other way around? It's a reference to uh, Sonic, uh, All Stars Racing. Oh, 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 because oh, for oh, some, yeah. For some bizarre fucking reason, they put an actual. Dry, race driver in the game and it was Danica Patrick and she was driving her fucking GoDaddy car. To, to 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 be fair, they do that all the time. Remember when we were talking about multiverses and Ash was like Ash said in my Discord, Oh yeah, I think my main character is gonna be LeBron James. And Connor and I were like, wait, <laughs> who? <laughs> like the basketball, like a basketball player? famous yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, like well at least lebron james was in space jam That's and true. i hadn't known that at the time so it was <laughs> like hold on the the basketball person's in a video <laughs> what <laughs> yeah uh who's who is the who is the female character in this trailer though because i don't recognize that character uh like, is it I don't. The, where? What? What's race time, girl? What time is she, it? She races. Uh, I'm just looking at the like at 15:39, where right, it's, it's just the, the logo, and you got all the characters like standing there. All right, looking, all right. I'm looking like they're at a Disney Infinity. I. Is that? Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know who that is either. That is not the girl from Wreck It Ralph, though. No, 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 like, like not unless they pulled some weird shit and like gave her real human proportions, which would be kind of weird because they also gave her tits. So <laughs> really weird. And here's Sarah Silverman, along with other intellectual properties. 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Toy Story. Uh, is getting actually it does it's not is getting it is released. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah, it's uh, Animal Crossing. And it's uh, it's on it's on Game Pass, everybody. So you can play it. I I why don't, would you? Because uh, it's on Game Pass, and if you don't have Animal Crossing, then this could be. This could be what you have instead. You you could play like eight hundred other games that that are like Animal Crossing, but on PC. That's right. Hey, hey, what? mom, can we go to Disney World? No, son, we have Disney World at home. Disney World at home. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then they oh, talk. I gotta this... water my magic pumpkins. Then they spoke about Avatar: Reckoning, an MMORPG shooter, where you... another another Avatar shooter game. Hey. Where you, you play know as Avatar Warrior with guns and customiz- customizable Navi bodies. I I never Navi? got to play I never got to play that uh sci-fi TV show MMO. Uh so Defiant. It'll yeah, Defiance. I never got to play Defiance. It's still on. So it's still up. At least uh, Disney is making Defiance 2 uh, Avatar edition. So uh, and then they also have uh, Skydance New Media teases its upcoming Marvel project, and th- that's all they do. They they, they tease it. Oh and... boy, it's Black Panther and and Captain America doing something. Yeah, it's a it's a minute long trailer, and I don't know what it's about. I don't know hey, what it's supposed to be. Can you guess what my opinion is? You don't care. You're right. And then the last one, and definitely the biggest announcement, was Niantic closed the is show it? with Marvel World of Heroes, which is... Wow, is it is it Pokemon Go, but it's Marvel? Yep. yep. Is yep. that it? Yep. Wow. The biggest if I see somebody walk... to shut down a week later. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Hey, whatever happened to that Harry Potter one? Did that fail? It died. Yeah, because yeah, no I think one it... played it. Yep. And if I see somebody walking down good. If I see somebody walking down my street throwing hammers and stuff, I'm going to mug them. <laughs> Hold on. I, I need to throw more Captain America shields in your yard. <laughs> and then uh we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about a ro- what Aroa wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, something that I actually at least care about a little bit, not a ton. I can tell you, uh, I care. I, I, there is something I'm very frustrated with on this. Uh, but yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna move. We're gonna talk about I, it when we get there. So this okay. is the Apple I'm, event. I'm excited to see what you're frustrated with because I was sitting here like, man, uh, they just, they just keep. Just keep fucking going along, don't they? Uh, so I watch this live, so I, I actually don't have to like skim through the article first. Uh, but we're gonna go in order. Uh, in this Mac World article, we got uh some kind of fucking dumb thing. There, it's Mac World jerking off Tim Cook. Uh, Apple, the integration company, talking about how only Apple can integrate all of its products together so nicely even though uh like if if you're part of the android ecosystem you kind of have a pretty similar situation you know if you want to use a chromebook as your daily driver because you're a fucking masochist but um 
they also talk about how Apple watches are are so cool. Uh, I do like that they point out that Apple was essentially saying, if you don't buy an Apple Watch, you could die, and it'll be your fault for not buying an Apple Watch. Um, and so then they they moved on from that into the thing that everyone uh, already knew was coming, which was the Apple Watch Series Eight. Yeah, um, it is not a crazy new revolutionary design, uh, in spite of all of the stupid fucking delusional. Uh, rumors that were saying that there would be a brand new design you instead get a new accelerometer uh, and a gyroscope that can detect if you're in a car crash wow i i what a what a weird specific feature to build into a device the the capability to detect when you're in a car crash do Apple users get in car crashes that often that Apple wants to create some kind of assurance that emergency services will be on their way shortly after you're in a crash, as long as it is under 250 G's, because that's the maximum sensitivity of the sensor. I, I mean, um, if I they're mean, using Apple Maps, it's very possible. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, I mean, I don't hate that feature. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's I don't fine. I don't hate it. I'm not against it. It's the same with the other the other new sensor that they tout the the body temperature sensor. Uh, hey, that's pretty cool. It, it's just it doesn't really do anything, you know. Um, and 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 also apparently that's really good for tracking menstrual cycles and stuff. Uh, which... yeah, they they spent a really weirdly long time track or talking about women's health and specifically tracking menstrual cycles. Uh, and like, I'm all for Apple, like pushing more inclusive features like this. And they even like, they chose the language of, uh, people who menstruate and yeah. not specifically women, at least in a couple instances, they, they kind of fucked up in, in some others, but like, I, I'm all for that. It's just, is that the best you got as far as a new selling point? Well, and like, also, well, <laughs> and also here's the thing. Uh, some states will be trying to grab that data so that way well, they yeah. can prosecute people who are right. pregnant and, and, and want to have and an abortion. Benefit to Apple in that uh, Apple can't get your health data. That, that is not stored unencrypted in the cloud. Good. Uh, Good. All, uh, of your, all of your Apple health stuff, that is all encrypted on device. And then the encrypted content is what is synchronized with your iCloud account. So. It, unless you specifically choose to share that health data with a third party, you don't really have anything to worry about there. Good. Now, uh, other menstruation tracking apps, that's a whole different story. But now, what's the case, price of this? Uh, it's the same as every other Apple Watch that's come out previously. You got $400 oh, for the 41 millimeter uh, Wi Fi only, and then $430 for the 45 millimeter Wi Fi only. And you tack on an extra hundred bucks if you want a cellular connection on either one. That's um, not. It's a lot. Good. That's yeah. a lot of money. Like you it can is. buy you can buy a Samsung Galaxy Watch for like two hundred bucks. I think I got mine mm -hmm. mine for like a hundred and twenty on sale. And if memory so. serves, it has all of the same tracking capabilities, just not the body temperature sensor, which is useless to people who are not menstruating, uh, and the. You know, you don't need the fucking accelerometer thing. 
Okay, you don't you don't need it. Yeah. Okay, especially because you're more likely to buy a new iPhone, I feel, than a new Apple Watch. And yes, we're going to get to it, but the new iPhone also has the stupid if you get in a car crash, it'll call the police thing. So. Okay. What's and and the next thing they talked about was the Apple Watch SE. Yeah, so if you just want to be able to say I own an Apple Watch, um then you have the cheap version, which is uh, $250 for the 40 millimeter, $299 for the uh, 44 millimeter version. Um, this is cheaper than the old cheap version, uh, but it damn well should be because while it has the uh, the Series 8 uh, processor chip, it, yeah. well, it's not, it, it's package, it's something system in package. Um, while it has all that, uh, it doesn't have any of the other features that actually make it useful. So it can do your heart rate, but it doesn't do ECG. It doesn't do blood oxygen level. It doesn't do the temperature monitoring. It's got the new gyroscope and accelerometer, but who gives a fuck? Um, it does have smaller bezels, I believe, than the old uh se but again like this is the apple watch for i want a heart rate monitor and i also want to feel cool Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna buy an apple watch and Uh, i I say this with an apple watch on my wrist by the way i have a series three which is no longer supported i literally have to buy a new apple watch if i want to continue having an up-to-date apple watch which with all the security flaws that keep getting found in these things, I'm going to have to upgrade or else I'm going to get fucked somehow yeah. or another. Yeah. So that's, that's great. I love being trapped in this ecosystem. Are you going to, are you going to get an Apple SE? Is that the one you're, you're leaning towards? No, I'm no, I'm going to get a seven. I'm probably going to try to get a used seven because it'll be cheaper and it has absolutely no missing features that I give a shit about from the series eight. And so. then they have the Apple watch ultra. So if you're fucking stupid and uh, you really think that you need an Apple Watch that can withstand getting run over by a bulldozer or some bullshit, uh, you can get the Apple Watch Ultra. Do you wish that you had a diving watch that wasn't as good as a dedicated diving watch? Well, you can get the Apple Watch Ultra. It's water resistant down to 100 meters and it will... Uh, automatically turn into a diving watch once you get like 10 meters down or something. But it's and only certified for recreational diving down to 40 meters, so I don't understand that part. What? And, and if you get hit by a submarine, it'll automatically call an ambulance. It will. It will <laughs> automatically call an ambulance. Uh, at least it it would, except um, from my understanding, uh, water is really, really good at blocking uh, the signals that Bluetooth uses. So, um, it it really is probably won't. Sometimes I will be taking my bath, like I'll be taking a bath with my, uh, with my watch on and I'll have it under the water. Like I'll have my hands in the water and my watch will disconnect from my phone. Well, that just being submerged in water, it it generates a lot of noise. Yeah. Today I learned that Nathan takes baths. That's an interesting thought. He could fit in the bathtub. I like baths. That's. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I like There's, bubble baths. It's nothing. There's uh, I don't know. It's just, it's you know, it's something that's usually inherently feminine. 
And so it's just interesting to hear that. I'm not I'm not saying anything about you, I'm not calling you a soy boy or anything. Yeah, I like. If lavender. anything, I'm proud of you for being able to admit that. Ah, <laughs> oh, bats are amazing. I love them. They're great. I like rainbows. Yeah, they're good. Uh, um, but also, but yeah, how you've... much is this going to cost? So, uh, well, well, hold on. We got to talk okay. about how it's it's uh, 49 millimeters, so it's bigger than than the bigger apple watch option okay um and it's made for extreme weather and outdoor activity they in the marketing they showed off people like doing rock climbing or traversing through the desert for or in a windstorm or some shit like in the in the winter with their their apple watch wait you know you wouldn't you wouldn't have like a satellite radio like like you wouldn't have anything like that you'd have an apple watch but but i do i have, I have a question here it, it also says that it has um twice as big of a battery it does or, have a 36 hour battery. But but it only lasts 36 hours? Correct. But like my my watch, my Galaxy 3, mm-hmm. I I I regularly get like 4 or 5 days out of it. Yeah. Well, so I get like Yeah. I get way <laughs> more like do you have to charge your Apple Watch 3 like every day and a half or every day? Um <laughs> so I try to like put it on the charger every time I go in the bathroom to try to keep it going. But yeah, definitely got to charge it at least every other day. Bare minimum. That is awful. You, usually charge it like while I'm in the shower. Um, if I was smart, I'd have it on the charger right now, actually. Uh, yeah, the battery life is abysmal. I, I remember I remember having a pebble and being like, oops, it's day four. I better charge it tomorrow. I <laughs> I sort of miss my Pebble. That was a great smartwatch. God, yes, it was. And, and, and like, so what if it didn't have the high accuracy dual GPS system and an additional speaker for better outdoor calling performance? It, just wear a fucking Bluetooth earpiece. Wear your goddamn earpods. You know, like that's... your AirPods. Sorry, that that which that's coming up, and I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about something in there too. Next week um, when it's just you and me, do you want to record the podcast on your smartwatches? <laughs> I, I can do that. I can connect to Discord on my watch. Uh, I don't think I can. Um, so there are. Thought. So it's also in titanium. Yeah, I mean, Which, whatever. That I it's mean, just the, yeah. It whatever. Like, who cares? Um, you got some new bands that probably cost like $150 each because they're fucking official Apple Watch bands and they cost way too goddamn much. Yeah, one of them just it. looks like a bike chain. Who's going to buy that? <laughs> oh, oh, the, the one that's made out of silicone and is going to like rip the third time that it gets caught on something while you're diving with it? Yeah. 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 So we've got, so they've got, um, one made for diving in water sports, one made for endurance sports such as marathon running. And in other words, it's made of cloth. Yeah, and one wow. made for cold weather environments. Why 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 <laughs> would, if you're if you're in a cold weather environment? I don't even know which you... one they're talking about. I don't know. Cuz like the the left one, the left one is the one that they showed for like rock climbing. And it's just that it it like that that metal thing goes through the little molly loops that it has on the on the rest of the band. Like yeah. that's that's all it is. So it, Apple Watch bands are fucking stupid. Like I I don't get me wrong, I I really like my Apple Watch, but god the marketing that Apple does with this shit is and so stupid. Let me let me ask you. Now, will you tell me the price? 
Will you tell me the price of this? Sorry, somebody came in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you need no. me to tell you the price? It's $800. $800. Well, $800. So it's, uh, I think actually, is it more than the starting price of the new? It is the same price as the new iPhones. I, I want to tell you, this is what I was frustrated with. I was frustrated when scrolling through these stories that I saw Apple Watch Series 8, Apple Watch SE, Apple Watch <laughs> Ultra. Why? It's a fucking watch. Why? Category. Uh, so it so there there is one one single solitary feature that I do think is good on the Apple Watch Ultra that I really wish wasn't exclusive to the Ultra and and I hope that they integrate it into the next version of the standard Apple Watch. And that is the action button. Um, because it is a really big pain in the ass whenever you're doing much of anything on the Apple Watch and you're like walking or whatever. And like you, you, to try to fuck with the touch screen, it would be so nice to have a button that just does whatever you probably want to do. Yeah. Um, like, just like pretty, mine. I, I would assume that like, if for runners and shit, well, the, the marketing video that they do that they show shows that like if you're jogging or whatever, you can press the action button and it automatically marks a lap and starts the timer over and, and that kind of shit. That's a genuinely good idea. It's not a four hundred dollar idea, but it's a good idea. Like, yeah, I, 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 I hope that they add that later. OK, we're going to move on so from in closing. These. The oh. Apple Watch and the Apple Watch Ultra. Great if you are a pregnant woman who often finds herself in car crashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the AirPods Pro, which also allow you to know if you're in a, in a car crash, from what I understand. Actually, I, I, don't, I don't think the, these, this is the only Apple product that will not tell you if you've been in a car crash. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. In case you needed something to tell you that. So, um, so when you get in a car crash, it's not like, it looks like you've been in a car crash. <laughs> no, it uh, doesn't do that. However, okay. um, it does have the uh, awesome feature that the PlayStation 5 has, uh, where it will create like a noise cancellation profile based on the shape of your ears. That's really cool. Um, I have, I have a couple really cheap noise canceling headphones, uh, and they work surprisingly well. Like they, I yeah. bought them for like 40 bucks and they work really well. Uh, supposedly now, according to Apple's marketing you know, and, and you know, how that goes, yeah. uh, but they're, they're saying that the noise cancellation works in the AirPods pro two, um, works twice as well as the old one. Um, I've never. I don't know because I've I've never used AirPod Pros, so yeah. I don't know how well that works. I know that Sony, my my old ass uh, Sony headphones that actually snapped, finally, and I can't get them to stick back together. Um, those had impressively good noise cancellation, and they were from like before AirPods existed. So, I, I can imagine that as the industry has moved forward, probably every fucking pair of, of noise canceling headphones do just a fine job. Yeah. And I remember this was over 10 years ago when my friend was like, I got these $300 Bose headphones with oh. noise cancellation. 
What a fucking tool bag. But this was this was before noise cancellation was like mainstream, right? Like it was just getting started. And um I was like, that is really cool. I would not pay three hundred dollars for a pair of headphones. Right. <laughs> for a pair of Bose headphones. But uh it is really cool that it's it's come down to the point where even like forty or fifty dollar headphones have noise cancellation on them. It's not perfect, yep. but it's better than nothing. You can get a pair of Raycon earbuds that have powerful noise canceling capabilities built in for uh, less than <laughs> half the price of competing products. No, for first off, we're not sponsored by them, and secondly, oh shit. Secondly, uh, the way they do, like a the way they do noise canceling is they just crank up the bass. You can't hear even... anything but bass. It's not even like it's not even actual noise canceling. Like all it, they they choose their words very specifically in that ad read uh, because yeah. it's just it's noise isolating because it just plugs your ears really good. And admittedly, oh. it does a, it does a decent job. Yeah, I've, I've got a pair of Raycons. But... Uh, but they do they do say that these new ones, uh, the battery, the new AirPod Pros, yeah, AirPod Pros, yeah, uh, battery lasts an hour longer, so it's six well an hour and a half longer, six hours instead of four point five. And the case provides up to 30 hours of playback, up from 24. The case also has a keychain loop, a speaker for making noise with Find My Support, which actually I kind of like. I have, I do have an AirTag that I have on my uh, my girlfriend's cat. And every once in a while, I'll be looking for her, and I'll I'll make the make the tag make noise so I can find her when she's out in the backyard or something. And so I do like that. Um, also, if you lose your case, my, how many times my girlfriend has lost her Google Pixel Buds case and we have to search for it, It being able to make noise would make a lot of sense. It also um, has precision finding with the U1 chip, which yeah. is, uh, from my understanding, is pretty magical, honestly. Oh, that's good. Because you, you, just, you just have your iPhone and it's like, it's over there and you <laughs> walk in that direction. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and um, then it can be charged it, with MagSafe. It, yeah, oh, you got. Well, I was I was gonna say that we missed the uh, the feature where the noise canceling has uh, adaptive transparency mode, where oh. it if you have transparency mode on, which if you used any high grade noise canceling headphones, transparency mode is where you can hear other people talking. Like it just passes through outside audio to a degree while still providing some level of noise cancellation. The adaptive transparency mode uh, will read noises like construction and like traffic and shit, and will still filter that out while allowing you to hear uh, things like, I don't know, like a honking horn or, or somebody yelling or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I usually with the noise canceling, they, they filter out everything except for like voices typically it's a certain frequency range yeah uh and like my sony headphones had a voice mode where it would only allow through voices or it had a, a ambient mode where you could hear most things around you mm -hmm. uh, but, uh you and know. then also it can be charged with magsafe wireless charging pad an apple watch charger or a lightning cable so there are a lot of options to charge it which is nice uh Interesting and then that an apple watch charger works huh. yeah and then there are uh, new extra small ear tips to fit my ears. So that's good. I have very tiny ears. I do have I do have one ear hole that is particularly small. 
It's weird. So, yeah. Uh, this is going to be 250 bucks. Woo! So, that's, uh, yeah, that's quite a bit for good. looking like a massive tool in public. Yeah. And it, it's we... unfortunate, too, because I, I like AirPod Pro thing. I like them as yeah. a product. But it's like I'm so immediately turned off from buying them because I don't want people to see them in my ears. I have, as I mentioned earlier, I have the Google Pixel Buds, not the the new Pro version that just released, but I have the you know just the one hundred dollar Pixel Bud A's, and yeah. that you don't you can't like they fit in your ear and like you can tell that somebody has something in their ear, but like with the the AirPods, like they have that like foot and yeah a half. the little dangly do yeah they have like a foot and a half thing that hangs out from your ear and they're like perfect. I know it's yeah. only like an inch long, but you can definitely but it's still tell. Like, yeah, you see it and you're like, oh, great. That guy has a pair of AirPods because he doesn't he didn't want to, like, actually make any consideration in terms of what he was buying. He just bought the Apple product because that was what was there. Yeah. Like, it's, that's always what I think of those people. And yeah. I don't want to be that. Well, you are that. And speaking of Shut up. speaking of buying the Apple product because it's there, the iPhone 14. <laughs> Wow, it's the iPhone 13, but yeah, um, they don't have a mini it, size uh, anymore. Yeah, everyone knew that they were getting rid of that. Um, I'm not happy about it, but apparently, iPhone uh, th 12 and 13 mini sales were uh, absolutely abysmal, like yeah. laughably abysmal, and so uh, they dropped that. You have the 14 and the 14 plus, and it's literally just an iphone 13 but with like the iphone 13 pro uh soc and the like cameras a little better um the the like one cool thing with the camera that isn't software based is the front camera has autofocus now which is weird but cool Didn't they already have like a focus on it like or was no. that all in software it it no uh it was just like a single like like the the it didn't move it didn't do nothing it was just like a shitty webcam well yeah that's 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 what i expect out of my my cell phone or cameras is basically yeah. shitty webcams Wh um, which like this is a little better than that good. good which is pretty cool uh but yeah otherwise there is like nothing fucking remarkable about the 14 whatsoever uh, meanwhile, we have, uh, the 14 pro, which is, I'm, I'm of two minds on, uh, as I am with most things, uh, because while I like what they have done with the notch, turning it into a punch out thingy, it's a solution to a problem that Apple created themselves. So it's like, should we really be celebrating the fact that Apple came up with an elegant way of fixing something that never had to be a problem in the first place? Um, yeah, I don't know. And, and so, do, do you do you know what do you know what I'm talking about? No, at all. No, not even. So, so on the iPhone 14, you still have the big, ugly fucking notch that's just kind of sticking down from the top of the screen. Oh, I uh, did. See, I okay, I did see a video on this stupid. Okay. Yeah, so the four, the 14 Pro, instead you've got this little pill that's in the middle, or that's 
just a little bit down from the top of the screen that's sitting in the middle of the display. And they utilize it by doing some tricky shit with the software to make it essentially look like it's this magical space that expands and contracts and shows your notifications. And it'll have like your little activities that pop out of bubbles that come out of the sides of it. It looks really nice. Not going to lie. Like I was, I was sitting there watching the demonstration video and was like, wow, that looks really cool. What an elegant way of dealing with that problem. But the more you think about it, I hate you it. You would realize, well, yeah, it's, it doesn't need to be a problem in the first place. Just put a fucking bezel at the top of the screen. Like, that's all you needed to do. Well, and but, I, know, I know you hate it, uh, but like I have, the, I have the Pixel 6 and it has just like a little pinhole. I hate I, that too. I hate the Apple one more because it's not just I, a pinhole. It's like the t entire yeah, top of your screen. And it, like, I I will admit that while I hate both of them for, for pretty similar reasons, I am at least willing to tolerate the notch on the Apple side of things because it gives me face ID. And I really do appreciate face ID most of the time. I still wish that I could have touch ID in addition to face ID, but I do like being able to unlock my phone with my face. Um. That said, it still doesn't get rid of the fact that, like, we don't need to have this be a problem to overcome. Just, like, put a fucking quarter of an inch of bezel at the top of the display and it would look fine. I wouldn't have this big bar that's covering up, like, one twentieth, maybe, of the screen whenever I'm holding it sideways, but it's still there. And it yeah. still like takes me out of whatever I'm looking at. It's stupid. It makes playing games more awkward. You sometimes have to like hold the phone the other way because the stupid fucking bezel is getting in the way of whatever's on the screen. Like there's no need for it. It's the same as getting rid of the home button. There was no need to get rid of the fucking home button. It was the place where you could scan your thumbprint and you didn't have problems like what you have now with getting rid of the fucking physical button and getting rid of that bezel because now you have to swipe up from the bottom of the screen. And guess what? If you're using something, whether it be a game or an app that has you swipe up from the bottom of the screen for whatever reason, you might accidentally close the app out and there's nothing that you can fucking do to fix that besides turn on fucking uh, the thing that locks you into the app which then turns off all your notifications so it, it like it's that's it, a dumb workaround for something that shouldn't be a problem in the first place like and and like android already had a solution for this in the uh, before where you have to do it like twice you have to hit the home button twice or something like no you have to you have to swipe up from the bottom and that brings the the menu up and then yeah. you have to hit the home button and that takes you back whenever you're in immersive mode like they, there could be ways around this but apple wants to focus on no let's just make a really nice and elegant and admittedly like really good looking a little fucking mini display thing at the top of the screen let's do all that and it, because we've already gotten on this ship and we can't possibly roll back from what we've already been doing especially whenever we've already put this eyesore on all of our fucking laptops so i I don't think you like it. I, I don't. Think even I, though I have, the, the three-minute rant you just went on. <laughs> even though my 
it, my, my my intent is fully to get the 14 pro <laughs> of course of course well the, the display is nice it's uh, always it's got an always on oh what is it amoled uh probably um uh no it's something it's something else that i don't recognize they yeah. they explained what it was and it's not like i'm not even it's not even like apple's bullshit like their own proprietary name for something that everyone else uses they have some display tech that i don't recognize but um it's yeah, got, the screen's really nice it's like 2000 nits which yeah is it goes cool. it's it's uh up to 1600 nits in hdr content and 2000 nits outside so that yeah. uh, if you don't know what that means, that means it's really bright. Like in order to have good HDR content where it's really bright, it's a thousand nits. So which it's, I it's really think good is as bright. I think that's how bright the 13 gets. Yeah. Like, period is a thousand nits. Uh, so it's got a new A16 processor on a four nanometer manufacturing process. Um, it's got some higher clock speeds basically display engine and image signal processor are new uh all to support the new always on display and camera system says the battery life should be better at about 29 hours of video playback versus 28 which is good why couldn't they have that in the like why couldn't they have <laughs> better fucking battery on the apple watch now anyway. they we didn't mention it with the watches because this article doesn't say anything about it and there's really no details, but the Apple watches are supposedly getting a feature called like uh, low power mode, um, oh, okay. which is something that does already exist on iPhones, uh, but it's going to reduce performance and some other background things to make the battery last longer. Mm -hmm. um, currently, the only way of doing anything like that on Apple Watch is to essentially just turn it into a regular watch. Uh, which kind of blows. So the biggest new feature, we're going to move on to the feature I actually think is really cool. Um, I don't like that it's a paid service, but the first two years are free uh, if you buy the uh, iPhone 14, any of them. And that is satellite texting. Well, which based that not it's, it's, it's emergency. So it's, it's, yeah. um, It'll, it says here, Apple created a whole interface and technology to keep your data on, or keep the data on your emergency text short and help you keep your iPhone pointed at the satellite long enough to send a message. And so basically, if you get trapped in the wilderness, say you're hiking, Aroa, who is a very outdoorsy person, and you get lost. <laughs> say you're in a car crash. Say, say you're in a car crash. Um. And, and and you're in a place that doesn't have any cell phone coverage. There's a feature that you can use where the phone will be like, okay, point your, your phone up in the sky in this particular direction, and you will contact a satellite, and you can send an emergency text to keep it so, so, so that you can send it out, and hopefully 911 responders or, or, or somebody can come and get you. And I think that's really cool. Um, that is actually a feature I think that every cell phone should have. That's that's a and it should not be a paid service. That should be included with your cell phone free of charge. I actually um, don't remember them saying that it was a paid service during the announcement, which is interesting. Yeah, it, it Apple didn't say how much it would cost. Uh, you get two years for free though. Um, so I really like that. Um, they also for North American ones for north american iphones are switching to fully eSIM. it over in other countries 
they will still have an eSIM and a SIM card slot, but for the North American phones, it's only eSIM. And most companies in the United States uh, support eSIM. I looked, I checked it out uh, for just for you, Aroa. Consumer Cellular will continue. We'll will have eSIM support when the iPhone 14 comes out. Oh, thank piss! I was. <laughs> like i actually got on their website la- i got on their website last night to check if the 14 was available for pre-order yet and it wasn't uh because no. their website was completely down oh um let, let's so see. i was like shit it's still not it's still not on there i'm on there uh, right now yeah it but it says here um does consumer cellular support eSIM? It said Consumer Cellular, for example, simply says that it'll support eSIM once it starts selling the iPhone 14, which could be a couple months after the iPhone 14 is released. Yeah, I imagine because they they usually are a little behind everybody yeah. else, but I don't I don't care. Yeah. So um, I personally like eSIMs. Uh, you know, I, I use them for my my phone, obviously, because I have the Google Pixel. But you have a choice. I don't have a choice. Uh, and and it works really well for me. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you prefer just having a physical SIM card? Do you like having an eSIM, or does does it not matter? Do you not care at all, Connor? I not not all I, at once, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I will say that I don't know enough about how the technology works to sufficiently say whether or not I hate it. I don't like it as a concept um on the surface because i don't like having i don't like the idea of having a sim number or identifier that is stuck to the phone permanently um i like the idea if somebody steals my phone they can't just swap the sim card out well they can't do that anyway well i mean with a with, with an iphone oh right right with an iphone with with a lot of other phones they can and have yeah but with with an iPhone, you don't have to worry about that anyway, and like particularly with iPhones, that's that's really not that big of a concern. Um, meanwhile, like what happens if the eSIM goes bad? Like, is that a thing that can happen? I I just don't know I enough. I don't know if I don't know if it's like if it's just part of the cellular modem, or or if it's this is something where like. If for whatever reason on the carrier side the the SIM card's ID was it uh, MEID something like that, I what, for whatever reason IMEI it's one of those two. Um, if for whatever reason that number gets blacklisted in the carrier system or it it they can't activate your phone, can the can the phone generate a new one or something like that? How hard is that compared to just buying a sim card from the store and popping it in i don't know um i don't know so I, I, I don't i think can't that say for sure sims go bad thankfully there are two so if one goes bad the <laughs> other one won't um i wouldn't but, be surprised if it's just like can you not just have the device ping and be like here's my serial number here's the the hardware registration code that's tied to like Sims that, obviously are a physical thing. Does an eSIM need to be a physical? Is it not just a string on data? That's that's what I'm saying. I don't really know how it works. I, I'm sure that there has to be some kind of component of the cell modem that has to keep track of of whatever the the Sims ID is. But 
like it, they also have tried to make it very clear that whenever you buy an unlocked iPhone, it is trivial to switch between carriers or whatever without having to deal with a bunch of futzing because you want to act, you want to do something that used to be as simple as swapping out a SIM card. So. Yeah, yeah, S- swapping out a SIM card is easy. Um, I don't know about eSIMs as much. You know, I'm not constantly. You probably just have to call in and be like, "Here's my new phone serial number. Swap it." Doop boop boop. Okay. It, yeah. They well, and... they showed during the during the presentation that like you don't even have to do that. Like you go to, well, I mean, obviously you have to like contact your carrier and say, "Here's my new phone." But then use like, your power... new phone and take a photo of the old phone. I I, I do that at work sometimes. And you you turn on your new iPhone, and it goes, okay, we're going to provision the eSIM on AT&T. And then you hit the button, and then it does it, and it's fine. Well, it's, and... it's, it's kind of similar to CDMA networks. Honestly. Well, it is. I mean, it it is. A, I, I believe, well, Verizon is a CDMA network. Uh, but what I was going to say uh, is that because you have two eSIMs, then you can theoretically, like if you're traveling to another country and you're on a plan like Aroa, uh, where international travel isn't great on consumer cellular, um, oh, you, could, you could then uh, get an eSIM or, or get a plan that supports eSIM, like in Canada or, or Mexico or something. And then um, you will be able to just easily swap over to that eSIM, use it while you're there, and then swap back over to... Uh, your normal sim when you get back to the United States. I can't believe you've been talking about sim cards this long. Yeah, I mean, that's all fine and dandy, but, like, I don't know. I, I'm probably just becoming an old person stuck in my ways. Uh, but hey, uh, we also skipped over that the, the new iPhone Pro has, like, new camera shit. They spent a lot of time focusing on their new... Uh, what the hell is it? Photonic engine or some bullshit. Uh, basically, Apple is starting to catch up with the first-gen Pixel in terms of oh, its good. camera features. Uh, like, literally, the they they added the Steadicam feature that was like a huge deal with the first-gen Pixel. Like, you do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. the ads. Yeah, it like all it is is just it it zooms in the video a little bit and then uses the outer edges of the video and like AI powered motion tracking to keep the video steady. Uh-huh. That's all that's all that that does and that's all that this new thing does. And like even the even Apple like the presenter was like it just zooms in a little bit and then uses the edges or the the yeah, the margins around the video to keep it steady. And look, it's it's just as good as a regular steady cam. It's like, yeah, it's great. Uh you know, that's on like every new camera that's made. Like the GoPros all have that, but <laughs> well, whatever. it's because fucking iPhones the best that they've had for all this time has just been optical image stabilization within the fucking lens itself. And like it's nowhere near as good as just using software to accomplish pretty much the same thing. And they they finally have caught up with that and you're going to have that along with having the wide angle lens and the the telephoto lens and the standard whatever the hell it's called lens which all that's cool i uh, like 
the their low light capability is supposedly really fucking good now i wager that it's probably still nowhere near as good as uh whatever google's name for their low light software enhancement is is it night sight so yeah. i was thinking night shot but i think that's apples yeah it's, uh, it's night sight um that they use for for you know nighttime shots and it works it works all right it's I, it's fucking amazing if you compare that to what like I, granted i have a 10r which is getting up there yeah. but i i remember like even with the first gen pixel like it was no pun intended like fucking night and day whenever you compared between a current at that time gen iphone camera and like night sight on on the first gen pixel now like, to be fair to be fair to apple um a lot of people uh myself included actually think that the video quality on the iPhones is way better than the the pixels have been and until recently the the pixel 6 i think has really good quality but any of the ones before like you compare apple video quality to the google pixel and the iPhones are just night and day better like way better but for pictures Google has definitely been better and with image stabilization they've been better just for some reason the quality on their cameras was just bad until the Google Pixel 6 at least on the video side cuz i know that like their still images were objectively the best on the market for the longest time or at least for at least for the first couple gens well yeah, and they and they still have you know pixels have great quality but uh, a lot of people do prefer the iPhone picture quality, um, even though it's technically not better. Like it's it, the reason is is that iPhones tend to take way more vibrant photos. Yeah, and that's what people want. They want they kind of want it to pop out. While the Google Pixel tends to take more muted photos that look more real realistic to life, that you could then go and edit them to make them look a little bit sharper. Or a little right. bit more vibrant, uh, and people, uh, you know, people who are buying iPhones just want that image to be kind of bright and oversaturated when they take the photo. And you can, I, uh, it sounds like I'm trying to defend Apple on this now, <laughs> but you can also take raw images with the iPhone camera, so that yeah. if you want, if you want the the true to life colors and want to be able to edit that later, that's like a thing with them. They it, like that's one of the one of the things where i'm like you know apple actually like thinks about this shit sometimes but it's still like it, like with the fucking pill thing whatever the hell it's called the, the island thing i don't i don't remember i don't it doesn't matter the the little pill thing like it's such a fucking great and elegant solution it's just man i wish that it was being done by somebody that wasn't apple because they're the ones that caused this whole fucking problem in the first place. And like, yeah. I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. Um, but also at the same time, uh, man, do I, do I like how elegant it looks? Yeah. And, uh, I don't, I don't really like it. I, I actually kind of hate it. <laughs> like I've seen it. I've seen it, and a lot of people are like, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people really like it in the tech industry, and I'm just like, I absolutely hate that. Like, just give me my phone screen. Just give me the whole screen. Anyway, uh, that's our podcast today. I would like to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, no, no problem. I always 
It's ironic that I always get so angry about Apple things, and yet I'm the one that uses Apple products. And you buy, yeah, I, I've said it before, and I, I'll say it again. Nobody hates uh, an industry more than people who are fans of that industry. So nobody hates professional wrestling more than people who like professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Like <laughs> people, a... people who are passionate about it are the ones who are going to get mad about even it... good things. Exactly. And I want to thank you for being here, Connor. I'm just mad that we spent like 20 minutes talking about SIM cards. You pop them out, <laughs> you put them in a new phone, or you call and you say, "Hey, I got a new phone. Here's 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 the MAC address." That's all we had to say, man. <laughs> IMEI number. They don't. It's not a Mac address. Yes, I understand, name. Nathan. I'm not talking about SIM cards anymore. <laughs> Why are there five cameras on the Galaxy S22? I don't oh, know. We didn't talk about that. Video in motion. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I've been your host, Nathan Reigns. We'll see you. Well, actually, I won't see you next week. Oh, Rowan and Connor will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Swap out my SIM card now. <laughs>